The Bird Show. There is no doubt. There is no argument. There is no debate. And I've heard this done before where guys try to dig in going, no, it's harder to be a guy than it is a woman. So much more pressure on a guy. We need to shut up. <laughs> That's just not the truth. Just not at all. There's a lot of things about being a woman that make it way more challenging than a guy. And for Abby, there's one thing on that list that's preventing you from being on your bucket list. Yeah, I don't want this to be a, oh, I hate being a lady segment, but there are a lot of things that I really do hate about being a woman. I mean, there's a lot of things to love. I mean, you know, like things like the Barbie movie and makeup and whatever else is in that Shania Twain song. But for <laughs> me, there's a lot of things that are just constantly on your mind as a woman that make it just so freaking difficult. So there's this one thing that I really want to do, but being a woman is holding me back. And I think it might be the number two thing I hate about being a lady. Before we even get into that, and Cass, grab a mic here also. Name the three things you love about being a woman. Because from the outside looking in, there's like two. Men, shirts, shorts, <laughs> I'd much rather be a guy. Um, <laughs> me too. I think the freedom to be who you really are is more embraced for women. Like, I think sometimes men feel like they have to, like, shove down a lot of who they are. They can't cry. They can't be, you know, goofy. They're expected to be, like, a little bit more masculine. Whereas women kind of, like, do whatever you want. Um, I really appreciate female friendship when it's good. When it's bad, it's awful. But when it's at its best, female friendship is wonderful. And um, probably, like... Close. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Three majors. Positives of being a woman. Um, I liked being pregnant, so that was fun. You enjoyed that? The first time. Okay. The second time, not so much. <laughs> uh, I really, I do like makeup, and I know some men wear makeup, but I feel like, again, it's more accepted for women. It's kind of like an art form, and I really enjoy that. And that's where my list stops. Two <laughs> things you really love about Genu- being a woman. I mean, I do think, like, I... I don't know how much of this is just my personality or you could chalk up to, you know, differences in the sex. But I do feel like being able to see all things at once and what needs to be done and how everything comes together is a plus. But that just might be my personality. Mm -hmm. But there are many days when I look at my life and I'm like, (laughs) I like who I am and I like being a woman. But God, if I was a man, like just... I won't say it would be easier, but I feel like there would be a pressure relieved in a way. In some ways, yeah, for sure. In others, probably not. But I mean, look, waking up in the morning, throwing a T-shirt on, putting my hand through my hair and then being ready. That's a real plus. Yeah, the expectations (laughs) for men are definitely lower in some regards. So that would be nice. So probably the number one thing I hate about being a woman is probably something stupid like mood swings. But number two. We don't like that that much either. (laughs) 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 So a thing about me is I always got to have a hyper fixation. And now that I'm done with my nose job, I need another big (laughs) purchase to focus on. I need something else to take up the mental capacity so I don't have to have a singular thought in my head. And this one thing I'm holding back on because I'm a woman. And I know it sounds a little weird because it's like, Abby, this is 2024. Women can do anything. And I'm like, yes, but with stipulations. And the next thing I want to buy is a flight to London. Mm -hmm. And I would love to do a a big trip. I've always wanted to go there. I've always wanted to, you know, see Big Ben and Buckingham Palace and, you know, sit in a pub and have a pint. But Mm -hmm. I don't, at this stage of my life, you know, it's not like once you get to like Kristen and Bert's age where you can just look at your couple friends and be like, hey, you want to go to Finland Mm -hmm. and, you know, have a big vacation? There's not a lot of other girls out there who are like, yeah, let's just drop $2,000 on a flight Mm -hmm. to London. You know what I mean? So I would probably end up 
having to go alone, which doesn't freak me out in terms of like, oh no, a solo vacation. I know I've been a little bit of a hater on your solo mm-hmm. vacations part. Because I'm like, you know, it would be fun to just kind of like trawl up around the city and do whatever I want. But I will say... I have seen the movie Taken like one too many times. <laughs> and the fact that I'd be a single female traveler in a foreign country, honestly, I think it would make me too nervous to truly mm. enjoy myself. Well, I think when it comes to that kind of to that kind of ambition, traveling by yourself, I think you take it slowly at first. Because most women are saying the same thing that are DMing me. Oh, my God, I'd love to do that. But the fear of something happening to me would take away from my enjoyment. Well, rather than go to... London for the first time, which by the way, you'd be fine. Go to Charleston for a weekend just by yourself. Go to Savannah just for two days, just so you get a little comfort and then end up going into London. But I think traveling by yourself or traveling with people from a guy that loves to travel is the same. You stay in the places you're supposed to stay in and you're safe for the most part. You just have to be vigilant. And um, I can speak a little bit to this because my family, I mean, I'm British. My family's British. And so I was traveling to specifically London by myself at a very young age, like 12 to 13. And this was back before airlines really had restrictions on solo travelers. So I was doing international flights by myself and then hopping on a train and going 40 minutes to running. And as long, like Bert said, as long as you stay away from the sketchy areas, don't go walking around at midnight, Mm -hmm. know when the tube stops Uh running, you know, and just be aware of your surroundings. Don't tell people where you're staying. Like, and take them, they're like, we're staying here at my aunt's (laughs) place all alone, Mm -hmm. random strange man. By the way, the door's open. Right. Don't (laughs) do stupid stuff like that. You would be totally fine in London. Mm -hmm. And if you were going to travel internationally, I think somewhere that has the same language as you, so you don't have that barrier, is a really great start. I would do it. That's like Europe 101, London. It's the easy. It's easy to get around. Like Cassie said, uh, people can point you in the right direction. You don't have to break out Google Translate. It's super simple. So if you're gonna do it, that's the place to do it. Yeah. Okay. And I'll put you in touch with my family there. I've got uh, cousins who are a little older than you in their young 30s, but they're a lot of fun. And you can have them as all backup should anything go awry. This is a big step for feminism. Thank you for talking this out with me. Yeah. Yeah. Big step for women today. The Bird Show.